Okay, I am live now. Took me a minute, but I got here. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <sighs> welcome to the Sacred Pathway Academy podcast with me, Allison Rossell. I am your spiritual empowerment coach. I am the founder, CEO, headmistress of the Sacred Pathway Academy, which is my school. Um, let me adjust my light here because oh, I don't like it. Okay, I guess I'm going to have to just deal with it. <laughs> but nevertheless, I'm here today and um, I just wanted to do the podcast episode for this week. I wanted to do it live so that you could be part of it um, if you so choose. So I'm very excited about today's message because we are going to talk about getting to the heart of the matter. And um, one thing about me, I am, <clears throat> excuse me, a Reiki master, as you see by the the thing on the bottom here, <laughs> over here. Yeah, right there. <laughs> Everything's mirrored, so I have to be cognizant of that. But anyway, um, I love talking about the chakras. I love talking about energy. I love talking about how it affects us, and it affects us in ways that we oftentimes forget um, for those of us that know and for those that are not familiar. Um, it's not that you forget it. It's just that you didn't never know. But that's why I'm here, because I want to help you gain an understanding about your chakras. And I also have a course about chakras. If you go to the Sacred Pathway Academy, you can see that. Um, also, I have a course to teach you how to be a Reiki master practitioner. Ooh, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. We ain't going to jump the gun too much. Okay, so. Today, we're going to talk about the lower chakras. And I was thinking about this because a lot of times when I get women who come to me, um, whether they're coming to me for a reading or for Reiki or for coaching um, or maybe, you know, to see what else, like as far as, almost knocked it over, as far as like doing EFT or meditation or um, maybe some aromatherapy or whatever the case may be, they're coming to me because they're feeling like something is blocked. Now, oftentimes, um, a lot of women come to me and say that their root chakra is blocked. And uh, what I tend to do is I want to find out why they think that their root chakra is blocked. And so that's when I start asking questions. So we're going to kind of go through the bottom three, which are the root chakra, the sacral chakra, and the solar plexus. Now, the three of those make up what's called the matter. So if you've been following me for a while, you know that I often talk about the three sections of our, the seven chakras. So you have from the crown to the throat, which is the spirit. And then you've got the heart chakra, which is the bridge. And then the lower chakras, the root, sacral, and solar 
are all matter. So um, we're going to talk about that. Let's talk about it. So when we think about, let's start with the root chakra. So the root chakra, color that we often associate with the root chakra is red, but it can also be brown. Now, the root chakra is associated with feeling grounded, being grounded. It's also associated with feeling safe, feeling secure. Your basic needs like housing, clothing, food, <clears throat> and things like that. It's whenever your basic needs are not met, it tends to throw off the balance of your root chakra. Um, it also has a lot to do with like some of our familial patterns and raisings, um, those belief systems that we were raised in uh, to think of and, and have. So when we think about the root chakra, think about what are you rooted in? right? Thinking about your upbringing. How were you raised to think certain things? Like when we think about people, when you are uh, talking about what you're raised to believe when it comes to certain groups of people, right? Some people are raised to believe that certain groups of people are inherently evil or that they are, you know, not smart or that whatever the case may be. So you have that and you're rooted in that, that can also block a lot of the energy in your root chakra because it's affecting what your belief systems are, right? So I see that people are watching. So come on in the room and say hello. I promise I won't, I won't bite you. Just come on in the room. You know, I'm old school. I was taught that you don't go in nobody's house and not say hello. <laughs> you come on in and you say hello all right so um yeah so it it comes to what are you rooted in so when you think about the root chakra and you think about um groundedness because that's another thing right so women come to me they'll say my root chakra is off i don't feel grounded you know and they feel like that's the only thing that the root chakra is supposed to give you the feeling of. And it's actually a little bit more than that. Your root chakra is also has to do with how you feel about yourself. How do you feel about yourself? How do you feel about your life? How do you feel about the things that are happening around you? So because, again, it's it's security, it's safety. If you're home doesn't feel safe. And I'm not talking about stranger danger. It could also be that. But like if your home doesn't feel like your sanctuary, if your home feels like you're just passing through and it doesn't feel like home. I don't know about you, but, you know, I have never owned my own home. And now um, I used to want to, but now I'm slowly but surely feeling that that's not the case for me. I don't really want it. it I, it's not for everybody. And I actually used to sell real estate. Um, and that was always something that, you know, I would aspire to do is to buy my own home. But now um, I have to be perfectly honest. I'm starting to kind of want almost a nomad life for myself. I don't know. But we'll see. 
that's a different thing. But at any rate, have you ever been in your place that you live, but it never quite felt like home? So I had one, one particular apartment, and this was when my son was younger, and it never felt I never felt at home. As a matter of fact, I've had at least two places like that where it was the place where I knew that we laid our head. It was the place that where we would call it home, but it never really felt like it. It didn't feel like we belong there. It felt off. It felt like this is just a, a, a place that I am just for right now, you know. Um, and I have a a, a way about me where whenever I get a new place, I tend to do whatever I can do to make that place feel at home. And so usually when people come into my house, even before I got into my spiritual journey, people would come into my house. I re remember when my grandfather was living and I was still in my hometown, Chattanooga, and he came to my house and he was like, your house just feels really good. He said, it feels good and it smells good in here. And he was like, every time I come in here, I just, your house just, it feels good. And I'd be like, thank you, granddaddy. I was happy about that, you know, but I now understand why he was saying that to me is because I was able to create a space where you can feel at home. Whereas those places, those other places that I lived, I never really felt settled and at home, if that makes sense. So this is kind of like you with the energy of your root chakra. Do you feel at home within yourself? That's the main thing that I try to teach when it comes to the root chakra. It's not just a matter of what we're saying, groundedness. It's more of, do you feel at home in your body? Do you feel like you are safe in the space of your body? Because some people don't feel safe in their body. Let me read some of the comments here. So we got Goddess Virgo Bliss. Hello, Goddess. And she said, I've only had one place I felt at home. I've always told my my other my mother as a child i want to live on an island so texas will be for us until i can buy that land in jamaica and build which is coming sooner i think <laughs> yes hello goddess nadia so yes it's it's just that feeling of home and so what i found was those places, those those apartments that I lived in where I didn't really feel at home, I really felt kind of like not secure. And don't get me wrong, I was paying my bills. I, I mean, those uh, basic needs were being met. It's just I did not, the energy of it, I just did not ever feel at home. Like at the end of the day, if I came in, I wouldn't feel like this immense gratitude to just be in there. It would just be like, okay, well, this is where I am for right now. Um, but yeah, that's, that's how I would feel. But then I started to realize 
that a lot of the times when I had those places where they did not feel at home, it was exactly in those moments in my life where I did not feel at home within myself. I did not know myself. I did not feel like myself. I had a lot of uh, self-sabotaging habits that I was doing. I had a lot of limiting beliefs that I had not yet overcome. So I started to realize that until I feel at home here, I will never feel at home within the outer spaces of my life. So home inside me will help me feel more, as we're calling it, grounded. And so that's when you do those certain things like you might go outside and you put your bare feet on the grass and you feel the ground beneath you. And that helps you reconnect with the energy to feel more grounded, more rooted. But it also does something else. It charges you so that you remember, oh, this is who I am. This is who I was created to be. I have a direct connection with the divine mother and father. So I feel at home within myself. So that is why being at a, at a balance of the root chakra is important. Now watch this. So let's go on up to the sacral chakra. So the sacral chakra, we know sacral chakra is associated with the color orange and that the sacral chakra has a lot to do with our um, emotions, our ability to be vulnerable. It has a lot to do with our um, sensuality, sexuality, creativity. It's the sacred space of creation uh, for women. Um, whether you get the parts there or not, whether the parts work or not, let's not get it twisted. You still have that creative energy in that sacred womb space. Even if you have never birthed the baby, the power of creativity is still within that space. We think that the creativity is only limited to giving birth to a baby, but we birth so much more than that, right? We don't just birth babies. We birth visions. We birth books. We birth careers. We birth uh, just our visions for a new home or, or whatever. There's lots of things that we birth into this world, okay? But when you think about the sacral chakra, so the sacral chakra, as I said, we're talking about emotions. We're talking about being vulnerable. We're talking about that connection. So the reason why the, the matter chakras, the lower chakras are so damn interesting to me is the fact that a lot of the things that we go through in our human experiences, experience is directly connected to a lot of what goes on in our lower chakras. So let me explain. So if you're a person who has a hard time expressing your emotions, you're a person who uh, is stagnant in your creative energy, you're someone who is what we would call a prude and not very tapped into your sensuality and sexuality. Well, let's take that back to the root chakra. What were you taught? What are your what are your core values grounded in? Because if you grew up in a strict household 
where you know you find this a lot with uh, overly religious parents, right? And they're well-meaning. They did the best they could with what they knew. Okay, we got that. But if you grew up in like a very religious household, did you feel free to be sensual, sexual, or to even understand what that meant? Did you feel free to be a creative, like uh, barefoot, <laughs> hippie-ish flower child like myself? Did you feel that at all? So it does go back to the root. So if you're rooted in, oh, I, I'm supposed to be a, a good girl. I'm not supposed to think about lustful things. I'm not supposed to really feel and experience pleasure or even think that I can experience pleasure as your sacral chakra often pleads us to do. <laughs> and don't get it twisted. Pleasure is not just sexual. But if we're thinking about that, Let's go back to the root. What are you rooted in? What were you taught about having those feelings? Oh, I'm not supposed to have that. That's dirty. That's wrong. Oh, I'm not supposed to do this, that, and the third because that would be sinful. Right? So oftentimes, it's not that people don't feel grounded. I'm going to say this again. It's because you don't feel at home in your body. So your root chakra is not a matter of you being just grounded. It's more of you feeling at home. So if the root is off, then best believe so is the, sac the sacral chakra. The sacral chakra, do, if you don't have the, the feeling of safety, security, or any of those things like that, do you feel sexy? Do you feel alluring? Do you feel sensual? Do you feel creative? Can you be in your creative genius when you're stressed out about your bills and stuff? I know I can't. <laughs> I can't. It's hard for me to tap into that creative part of myself when my feelings are all over the place because I don't feel safe. I don't feel secure. I'm worried about my bills. I'm worried about you know, being able to pay my bills, to be able to take care of my family and everything else. So, yeah, it affects the whole thing. And so going back to that again, I don't feel at home in my body because if those things of the root are thrown off and then now we're up in the sacral chakra. So the thing that I know how to do, what is my creative zone of genius to be able to do, whether it's in my business, my career, whatever the case may be, I don't feel like I can do that very much right now. So that's also suffering. So again, I don't feel grounded thinking about that. It's not always that you're not grounded. Sometimes it's just you're not feeling at home in your body. You're not feeling safe within yourself. And I think what spirituality has done, uh, the not in itself, but the the new fangled, mangled, you know, sexy, everybody's doing it now. It's it's kind of made it very watered down in a lot of ways where people are using terminology and and 
and all these buzzwords and not really get into the heart of the matter. And that's why I titled that this session that we're not getting to the heart. We're not getting to the root cause, pun intended, of the problem. See, it's not just about being grounded. It has so much more to do with, again, how were you raised? If you've got all that to overcome, then yeah, your sacral chakra gonna be off. <laughs> it's gonna be off. So it's all relative. So let's scooch on up to the solar plexus. I hope this is making sense because, you know, I oftentimes say things in my head and it makes perfect sense. But then when I speak them, tends to not do so much. So type in the comments and let me know if I'm making sense. So when you get up into the solar plexus. So the solar plexus, which is my favorite chakra to teach about. <laughs> my favorite. So the solar plexus, thank you. Thank you, goddesses. Thank you. Um, the solar plexus, this is about your identity. This is about your sense of purpose, your sense of self. This is your confidence. On the flip side, it's also your ego. So be careful. But when you're thinking about going back to that doggone root chakra, if you don't feel safe, if you don't feel secure, if your basic needs are not met, could you be confident? It's a little harder, isn't it? If you were raised that you have to assimilate to the world, that you have to be conformed in this world and not ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. See, yeah, I threw some Bible in there. Y'all, yeah, I did. I did. I know what I said. If you're not, how easy would it be for you to snatch and claim that confidence that it's going to take for you to step out on faith, to do those things that you've been dreaming about, to sell that thing that you just created and you're wondering, is somebody going to like this? I hope somebody like this. Oh, my God. Because, you know, in the words of Erica Badu, keep in mind that I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. <laughs> Can you have the confidence in that? So that's why I said when women come to me and they say those words like I don't feel grounded or, you know, I think my root chakra is off, but you can't really tell me what is it. So that's when I tend to be my own Dora the Explorer of energy. OK, let's find out what's going on with you. That's why when people uh, answer my questionnaire, they're like, God, you ask a lot of questions. You're damn right, because I want to know what's going on with you. And I don't want to waste time sitting up here trying to ask you questions. And you're going to beat around the bush and not tell me what's really at the heart of the matter. It's the matter. It's those last three chakras, not last three, those bottom chakras, those lower half chakras. Those are the ones that really are so important that we just don't really get what they do and stand for within ourselves. So if you are starting to have digestive problems, your solar plexus is messed up. 
So, you know, then I have to ask you, well, tell me about your eating habits. Well, I eat when I get mad or I don't eat when I get scared, uh, you know, so on and so on and so forth. Ah, okay. So you, I'll use myself as an, as an example, as I often do. I tend to be an emotional eater. I reach for comfort food when I need to be comforted. That is something that I've been trying to overcome for a while. Sometimes I have a handle on it. Sometimes I do not. I'm just going to be a real human and be transparent in front of you. But what I've learned since I've been in energy healing, that before I go in there and find cookies, I have to ask myself, do I really want a cookie or is there something that I'm not expressing to myself that's the real problem? Where am I not feeling safe? Do I feel at home in my body right now? And if I don't, what triggered this moment? Did I get a bill and it's scaring the bejesus out of me that I got this bill because, you know, I need my car, I need my home, I, I need electricity, I need gas in the house, gas heat, I need my water. Is is my Are my basic needs being threatened right now? Is something or someone triggering a response from maybe something in my childhood that was traumatizing. So now I'm reaching for something to help me cope with that. So that's why I'm saying we have to understand that this goes so much further than just groundedness. We have to stop with these spiritual buzzwords and get to the heart of the matter. I'm going to keep saying that. Do you all see how the three of these play off of each other? So let me keep going with the solar plexus. So if I feel triggered by someone who maybe uh, triggers something from my childhood of me being bullied because I was light skinned and my name was Allison. And yeah, that was a real thing for me. I was light skinned. I was tall. I was always the tallest person. Um, and you would say, well, if you're tall, then why are you being bullied by people? OK, people usually pick on the ones that are different. And it wasn't that I was the only light skinned girl, but my name was Allison <laughs> amongst other women who girls whose name were, you know, Stacy, Tamika, Keisha you know, Michelle and something like that. And for some reason, Allison just triggered the hell out of them to, for them to just want to pick on me. And so for years of my life, I hated to tell people that my name was Allison. You know, that was the era of light skin, long hair, which still kind of lingers around like a fart in the elevator. I can't stand colorism. Um, because if you ever see my mother, my mother is a beautiful mocha colored black woman. 
So what triggered that? So if something triggered me, then that means that at this moment, as I'm triggered, I'm not going to feel confident. My identity is in question. So if all that's happening to me, then we go down to the sacral chakra, then I'm going to be very emotional and all over the place. Which means I'm not going to be able to really tap into my creative zone of genius or say that I'm worthy and deserving of experiencing pleasure in my life right now. I'm not going to feel very sexy and alluring and wanting to uh, be with my partner if I had one. Um, and if y'all know somebody, send him my way. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then it's all going to go to my root chakra of the environment that I was raised in. The environment of not from my parents' home, but the neighborhood that I grew up in. Of how traumatizing some of those experiences were for me. Now you see how they all play on each other. And this is why I love being a Reiki master healer. Because I get to go in and help you energetically shift that energy and clear it. And not only can I clear it, I can tell you what you need to do to help keep that energy clear for yourself. So let's go ahead and talk about that. So some of the things that you can do to keep your energy clear, and yes, goddesses, I see you all giving me an ashe and also talking about being emotional eaters with sugar. Yes, girl sugar <laughs> sugar is the devil but i still have it um i am learning to use a lot of natural sweeteners now uh instead of sugar and um yes goddess she says i'm an emotional eater myself then my stomach will feel heavy and it's not it's no good no it's not it's not but this is also why I'm on the mission that I am to teach women, especially. But I, I do want to branch out and start teaching men as well, because I recognize that there are a lot of men who need help. And I'm not going to go into that. I'm going to stick on what I'm talking about. But this is why I talk about energy and energy healing and why it's important that if you're not going to learn it, Book appointments with people who can help you clear it. You may not book with me. I might not be your jam. I might not be the one that you say, well, you know, she, you know, do the most. So I think I'd rather go to somebody that's just not so colorful. <laughs> and that is perfectly fine. But go to an energy healer who speaks your language. Go to an energy healer, a Reiki master, Reiki practitioner, who speaks your language, who understands, go to one who specializes in what a lot of your uh, issues may be. If you are a person, um, as I was talking about your triggers, knowing your triggers, you know, putting these things in practice with therapy. I'm a big believer that Western medicine and holistic medicine should work together. I don't think that they should be totally separate from one another. I think they should be in partnership with one another. 
But this is why I enjoy doing the energy healing is because I want to teach you and show you how to look at the very things that are happening in your body in a totally different way so that you can learn how to do it. So energy healing, get it, learn it, do what you do. <laughs> if you if it's not your lane for you to learn it, don't learn it, but find a practitioner that you can go to regularly because here's the thing. Please don't go to a Reiki practitioner and think that you're going to get that hallelujah, I'm healed moment and just see them one time. Because no, no. I'm going to say it again, no. Do you know that we are all energy magnets? Do you know how much energy and stuff that we have been carrying around since we were knee high to a butterfly? Like we are carrying a lot of stuff. So a one and done is not going to do you a disservice. Sure, you may feel good for just a moment, but you got to be consistent with it, just like with any other form of healing. You can't go to physical therapy for one time and think, oh, all right, I got this thing after you've had full-blown surgery. No, you're going to have to go a couple of times, right, to get yourself back to where you are whole again basically. Now, I'm a person that believes that healing is a journey, so I don't think that there's a destination for it. I think that we just hit milestones along the way. That's my fault. So yes, find yourself an energy healer, Reiki practitioner who can help you clear that energy within you and clear energy around you too. Because, you know, the auras and the chakras, they affect one another. Believe me, they do. They really, really do. So that's one thing. The next thing is being more aware of what you're taking into your body. That means what are you eating and drinking? That means what are you watching on television? How much time you're spending on social media? How much time you're doing uh, surfing around on YouTube aimlessly just trying to find something to look at? How about give yourself, excuse me, periods of time during the day where you're not, you don't have anything? Give your eyes, give your ears, give your energy a break. We take in so much stuff and then it gets in with the stuff that was already fucked up in us. And then we add other people's fuckery to the mix and it just. <laughs> so give yourself that time. Self-care. This is something that I'm I'm. I'm pretty sure that there's something that I'm about to create with this because self-care has been coming up a lot for me and not just for me um, when I'm talking to my spirit team. It's coming up a lot. So just be on the lookout. Something is coming <laughs> from that for me to start helping y'all with your self-care and stuff. Um, but yeah, being very aware of what you're taking in. What are you eating? What are you drinking? You know, what are you watching? What are you listening to? If all you're listening to all day long is trap music, guess what? You're going to be in that trap. Trap music is a trap. 
And it's not just me picking on trap music, but I'm just saying, if you're constantly listening to things that are of low vibration, guess where you're going to be? So you have to be aware of that. If you're constantly watching things that are of low vibration, guess where you're going to be? And if you're not eating high vibration foods, things that are fruits, vegetables, whole foods, you know, sure, treat yourself to some fast food every now and then. You know, look at me. I'm not small. So apparently I must be eating something that I probably ain't got no business, ain't no probably, that I ain't got no business eating. But what I can truly say is my body feels more aligned and alkaline when I'm eating whole foods regularly. The next step of this, especially when we're talking about your lower chakras, and is get your ass up and move your body. It doesn't always mean that you got to go to the gym because the gym ain't for everybody. I despise going into the gym. I don't like it. Number one, I'm an introverted extrovert who is also an HSP. And <laughs> being around a lot of people all the time can just be a lot for me sometimes. Just It just can't be. I have to be, some, be able to be in a place where I can be in my own world for some time. Um, that's one of my weird Allisonisms. I know it, but it just is what it is. But go outside and walk. And if it's hotter than, you know, Satan's butt crack, don't go out there and walk. Do something inside the house. Find something that will keep your body fluid that you enjoy doing. Do you like to dance? There are so many like exercise people who have like dance stuff that'll give you a full workout just by dancing or, you know, learn a particular dance or whatever. Honey, get yourself in the bathroom and twerk in the mirror if you've got to. But move your body. Move your body. Get some movement. Sway your hips and open up that lower chakra area and get yourself moving in that way. And it will help you. So, again, what are you taking into your body? Get it? Well, first is getting your energy work in, either you being a practitioner or going to a practitioner. Number two, being aware of what you're taking into your body. And number three, move, move around. As I always teach when it comes to balance and flow, which is why my Reiki healing sessions are called balance and flow. Because that is my objective is to get you into balance so that you can have more flow. So balance and flow. The reason why that's so important to me is because people think that balance is even Steven. It's not. Balance and flow are one and the same. In order for you to be balanced, there has to be flow. It's moving. If it's not moving, it's dead. It's dead. Think about it. If you go into a hospital and you see the little line, that means somebody's checked out of here. But if it's going up and down and up and down, ebbing and flowing, that means that person is still with us. So that's what you want. You want the ebb and the flow. You want to move. You want to have that, that, that flow of energy. Sometimes there's highs. Sometimes there's lows. Sometimes there's something in the middle. But nevertheless, as long as there's still movement, 
there's still balance, there's still flow and finding that fluidity within yourself. And then Goddess Bliss says, yes, the whole mother show for another day. Yeah, <laughs> I have been really feeling like I'm going to specialize in helping men heal their traumas. Yes, and unlocking their chakras. Women are healing. Men need help. Yes, also from having trauma. Yes, all to that. Yes. Goddess Bliss, I think that would be amazing for you. Amazing. Because I know the magic that you have. I've told you how powerful you are. And I think that would be amazing. I think men would really connect with you in that way. So please, please do that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So those are the things. So I'm going to pull a one manifesting fertility goddess card for each of the lower chakras. So three cards. So even though her cards do represent certain chakras, we're still going to pull them because you know what? It's all relative. Mm, I think this one needed. So that's going to be for the root because <laughs> this one was like, eh, nope, I got to get out of here. This is goddess Aquaba. Aquaba. And she is about that retreat life. And I got a story that goes with this, but I'm going to read you the affirmation. It is okay for me to retreat. I surrender the need to control. I'm going to read that again. It's okay for me to retreat. I surrender the need to control. And the need to control is what's spinning a lot of us out of control. Yes. So if we're not grounded in the fact and rooted in the fact that it is okay for us to surrender, to give it to surrender, give it to God, give it to goddess, give it to, you know, spirit, you know, just, don't carry it anymore. Put it out there and be like, you know what? I don't need to carry this. And I'm not gonna. What's for the cycle? Let's see what comes up for the cycle. <laughs> I think that will be good for you, Goddess Bliss. I'm just saying. So for that, for the sacral, excuse me, we've got Goddess Victoria Regia, the Ghanaian goddess of power. I release the need to play small. I fully own my power. Fully own your power of the divine feminine that is of the sacral chakra. I want you to own that power. I want you to release the need to play small, playing small that's keeping you from experiencing pleasure, playing small, which is keeping you from tapping into your creative zone of genius because you're playing small, because you feel like I got to dim my light. I can't be so bright and shiny. Maybe I was taught that, you know, good girls don't do that or whatever the case may be. It's time for you to let that go. And for the solar plexus, let's see what we got. I've actually enjoyed this message. I don't know about y'all. 
<laughs> and it went longer than I wanted, but you know what? I don't care. For the solar. Ahaha. Goddess Isis got that gratitude. So she says, I am grateful for the perfection of my journey. All is well. I am grateful for the perfection of my journey. All is well. I remember in church, that gospel song, it is well. Within my soul, it is well. And whenever things start bubbling up and trying to shake your confidence, shake the core of your identity, be like, you know what? I am grateful for the perfection of this journey. It might be, is hella flawed. There's so much going on, but I am not shaken from my journey. I am not going to step away from who I know that I am. So all is well. It is well. All things are working together for my good. All things are working for my good. All is well. It is well. You are well. So that is what I came to share with you all. Um, if you're watching the replay, don't forget to comment. Let me know how this resonates. If you comment during the whole thing where you were like, yes, girl, uh-huh. I just come on with it. Give me all of that. And I do have a big favor to ask you all. If you have, if you do or have, ever listen to my um, podcast on like Spotify or especially on Apple podcast, do me a favor, please review, please give me a review um, because that way uh, it, it brings my uh, podcast to the forefront and more people see it and they'll listen to it because I know I have some good messages and more women need to hear these messages. So please and thank you. I appreciate it. And make sure that if you're not, uh, or if you're not subscribed to this channel, go ahead and um, get yourself subscribed and click on the bell. So that way you'll get notified anytime that anything new is posted on my page, on my channel. Okay. I'm going to do my very best to make sure that I give you all as much good content as I possibly can. Um, and like I said, something is happening with the whole self-care thing. Don't know if that's going to be a series or what, but I will let you know. All right, y'all. Thank you all for joining me, whether you join me live or on the replay. I appreciate you. Have a wonderful week and I will see you all next time. Who knows? We might do this again next week. I don't know. We'll see. All right, y'all. Bye.